in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Hey everyone, it's the Grid City Podcast, and I am Justin, and it is only me for this one, and it's it's kind of my fault. So, first off, uh, thank you very much for uh, tuning in. Uh, you can check all of our stuff out at gridcitypodcast.com. You can get links to all of our social media, or you can just search for that stuff because, I mean, you know how it works. Uh, you can find all of our stuff there. Uh, give us some five-star reviews or go check out our Discord where you can chat with us in real time. Sometimes uh, get kind of a keen eye on uh, stuff we're doing. Or you can go and uh, subscribe to our Patreon to get some special gear and swag or hit up the merch at thegridcitypodcast.com. You know, all that stuff. I uh, really do appreciate you guys helping us out uh, with the money sort of stuff just to buy new equipment. Some of that stuff right now is a thing that I just got that is for home so i'm hoping to get some uh, better recording equipment and uh that all of that stuff but you know it all helps us all out and uh, have some fun and do some of the things that uh, we like to do but also one of those things is uh while we're recording doing a uh we're going to be doing a gcp bbq with rusty versus brogan i think that's where we left off that last episode and well, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, we're going to set up another date on that uh, fairly soon. Maybe next week. I don't know for sure. But uh, this week, I actually ended up... Uh, uh, I was busy on this week, so we couldn't record. Uh, sorry to everyone on that. But really, uh, I had a chance to play a lot of Dungeons & Dragons with some friends. And you know what? I'm going to take that because Dungeons & Dragons are awesome. You can you know, check out Tacoma Games or... Uh, even Terra Crux to get a lot of that sort of stuff. If you want to check out those, a good place for the nerddom. So I had the chance to do that, and I was going to take it. So instead, today we've got an old Grit City podcast, uh, episode 59, it looks like, or 9. I don't know. I can't tell really the way that uh, he uh, Scott there actually does his uh, labeling. But anyway, this is with comedian Todd Armstrong, and I don't even know if Scott even uh, worked on this one because he didn't really know what this was from. He thought maybe it was from Clonapalooza. And then I asked Brogan, I was like, hey, Brogan, what's uh, what was the, uh, the Todd Armstrong GCP episode about? And he was like, haha, the camping one. It was fun. We made campfire fajitas. So without any further ado, we've got the old episode of Brogan with Todd Armstrong. And beyond that, I have no idea. But again, thanks everyone for listening. We're going to end it up with all of that. And uh, hopefully next week or in the next couple of weeks, we'll be uh, reconvening and figuring out what we're going to do with the GCP BBQ. All right, guys. Peace out. You're listening to the Grit City Podcast. Now here are your hosts, two drunk-ass white boys with a microphone. Broken and Scott.
So today on the Grit City Podcast, we are doing our late night drunken edition oh, of the so podcast drunk. at Kelowna Palooza, East Washington, Eastern Washington, out here in where the fuck are we? Eastern, Easton, Easton, Easton. 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 E- I just call e- it the place where there's all those dope white rocks in the middle of the the Cascades. That's where I go. Uh, I book jobs based on where I can dig rocks or where I can swim for do fish. You, why do you dig rocks? Uh, my buddy Nick Valdez, super dope dude. He won a Cannabis Cup 2012 in Seattle. What uh, does that mean exactly to uh, do basically that? Basically, it's like the equivalent of like the Oscars of pot. It's uh, everybody enters in their, uh, I, I should say, the Sundance Film Festival of weed. Yeah. Um, so what they're doing is they're... They're submitting a product, and a bunch yes. of assholes get together and smoke it. Exactly, the king assholes get together and smoke it. Um, but like the funny part about it, maybe I'm eighty percent of them are assholes. The other twenty percent are people who genuinely I cannot tell you how give so much of a fuck about that plant. It's shocking. Like sommeliers, when it comes to like uh, fucking, <laughs> I like, love that. Yeah. yeah, like when it comes I to wine exactly or like cheesemonger saying. or whatever fuck it is. Like if you give a shit about what you do, I'm all for that. Like I'll. I'll walk down that path with you. Like my dad, like loved fucking like grass fed beef. If you want to talk to me about like fucking the best 65 pieces. Mustangs, let's do it, dude. I don't give a shit. Yeah. See, we don't play that game around here. We'll talk for heat is all day long. I don't give well, a shit. No, 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 that's what we were after. So, so part of the, part of the goal of the great city podcast is to, uh, showcase people much like yourself Ooh. that have this, uh, this Curse? proclivity <laughs> to, uh, to go out on their own, to step out outside the fucking nine to five, the norm, right? And we've had quite a collection of comedians on. Yes, or people uh, who call themselves comedians. I've learned well, to. actually, uh, all yeah. My fucking tent is just took a piss. I got real for a second, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It just started peeing. So we're gonna. It's kind of weird. Weird bag on the side of the fucking thing. So part of what we're going to do tonight is we're going to meet our friend Todd. We're going to learn a little bit about him, and I'm going to feed this motherfucker some fajitas. We're going to make some because rock. he has I'm had a rough evening. tonight. So what's been going on, Todd? Tell me a little bit about what your day has been today. Today I, I woke up in the middle of Hanson Creek uh, to somebody pushing on the side of my dad's Jeep. I say my dad's Jeep because uh, yesterday I was in my van. A grown ass adult with my own Honda Odyssey van, and then my transmission dropped, and then I had to go grab my scooter, which also, in a, as a grown man has, is sometimes you're required to have a scooter in Portland, Oregon. I you jumped live in my Portland? scooter. Yes, Portland, Oregon. I was born there back when it was. Uh, I was technically born in the Adidas World Headquarters today, but if you fast forward back, I should. Fast rewind back. I really hope that Scott just doesn't hear nothing but sizzling, no, sizzling, meat. and just talking about me being born in fucking <laughs> Adidas World Headquarters. I popped out of my mom's vagina, Scott. The same place Brandon War- Roy argues his sneaker contracts. Who's Brandon Roy? The dude that used to be dope for the Blazers, but he doesn't matter. Who anymore are the Blazers? Yeah, he doesn't have knees anymore. Sorry, we don't talk. Oregon Back before sports. you guys got a team that performed even remotely close to and started being the West Coast version of the Patriots, we long. Oh, <laughs> oh you be careful, sir. I'll fucking. You fair weather faggots are the best. That's the most pissed off thing I'll ever say in fucking Seattle. I adore the fact that all this green came out four years ago, and all of a sudden everyone's like, who the fuck's Steve Largent? Number 80, what's that talking about? And I wanted, like, 
claw and eyeball out whenever I hear someone saying, who's Steve Largent? He's the only motherfucker that ever mattered for 30 years is who yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> come on now, Oregon guy. I'm like, listen, I, I don't know we how no much shit team. talking I can We say. had no like, football. Like, you can't say that Steve Largent did anything in comparison to what Russell Wilson is. True. But- first off. And we've had more fucking players on our roster the the last, well, I don't know, fuck, four, four years, two, yeah, four, four years for sure than any other fucking professional team has had uh, for, like, award-winning, amazing fucking... Hands down. Like, it's hard. And and, and uh, how did that, how'd that work out this year? <laughs> it worked out fucking <laughs> damn near. Second burst. Well, hey. No, no, as a fan, how do, how do you... Handle that move. I, I get as a as a coach, you can. Bro, I get so fucking mad every time I think about it. I'm like, you should not have done that. You had it. You had the game. You have the fucking. Is that the fan in you or the coach in you? Because the coach makes you want to like almost call that secondary second guess play, where it's like first gut shot. You're like, oh, that's a good call, and then you're like, hate him forever, right? No, well, yeah, I guess I see that too. But uh, that's my favorite thing to ask Seattle folks because they genuinely want to be. Uh, it's tough we, for them. It's hard. It's it the is. first loss you guys have had. Well, it's the first fucking hardcore yeah, bullshit real, loss. Yeah. yeah. I that. That. You guys have had a few taken away from you from the refs and whatnot, and that's kind of the learning that East Coast version of sports. Hold this year, fucking star from yes, uh, Is there a... <laughs> the comic in me. How do you feel? Do you feel Russell's a bitch with the whole Sierra thing? Oh, you have no idea. Like, first off, I think he's fucking lying. You know he is. Like, there's he no way you're not. He smells his fingers as he's saying it. He literally smells his fingers and says it. Like, it's fucking he's offensive. Like, Listen, bitches, I'm not fucking this girl. How do you say that you're not fucking? That? Like, first off, what are you saying? Because apparently, your fucking previous teammates were fucking your wife. Yeah, right. And now <laughs> you're like, hey. Guess what I'm not doing? Oh, yeah. no, I get that. Like, I have no fucking issue admitting, like, this motherfucker has got something going on. But at the same time, I'm like, well, well what do you say? Like, what is, is that? It, is it marketing or is it skill set? Are you ignoring pussy? I I don't think he is. I think it's marketing. It's that, it's that pitch of I'm above it. It's that. Above pussy. Above pussy. It's the it's the ultimate pitch. How can you hold on? We're making this. Scott, edit out the <laughs> cut out the, the fajita noise, Scott. Me, so this is this is not DJ DP. This is Todd. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. Dang! If I could even explain to you how much meat is in this and how little vegetables there are. Oh, it's, it's, I'm not complaining for a second. Okay. These are these are dude fajitas, man. These are these are dadidas. These are not fucking around. Dang, thank you, brother. No problem, man. Gotta get that food in the belly. Gotta make sure you're not eating fucking hippie bullshit. All right, where's my fucking? There's been grip hippie bullshit. Uh, there's tapatio behind you. Oh, I'm straight. Square biz. So, what got you into comedy? What? Well, what was your first beast? My first piece. Uh, I, I I can't really call my. Well, I, I need to get fucking my microphone back in front of my body before I talk to you. <laughs> Let me get my fucking man heat up. Damn right. 
for the audience at home. It's delicious. I mean, he's got the full skillet out. He's got a drip tray, two burners going. It's the outdoor cooker, professional. Uh, just so y'all know, it's the professional model outdoor cooker, not the fucking layperson. Yeah, we don't do things cheap. We say person here. Podcast. We don't say man. We don't. We're not sexist. <laughs> we know both both women and other women can cook. Fuck. And that's uh, the kind of jokes I laugh at because uh, I get laid. Those are the kind of jokes that. You get laugh at if you get laid. Um, Fuck. Do we need cheese? You want? No, no I'm already, straight. You already I'm, rolled your shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm shoving it in my You're face. Committed. All right. I'm being misogynistic. Well, enjoying you know, my at chicken. some point we're gonna have uh, beef and cheddar sliders. Just so you know. Oh, no. like I feed people. I see that we got cognac. Well, shit, we got Hennessy. Yeah, we fucked. You that guys were balling it up tonight. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that caused some fucking problems around here. Oh, really? Some folks that should not drink. Not that I'm saying my friends should not drink. Yeah, hypothetically. I'm just saying that I probably should not drink either. And the fact that... Some bitches get the kvassi in bottles are fucking empty. It means that there's going to be some fucking fighting going on. Cognac and Coke will do that to people. Yeah, fucking Cognac. Hey, I should probably spread my fucking shit out across my... You're a good cook, kid. For real. And for how drunk you get and cook, like, that was on point. Like, you were... Oh, thanks. I'm impressed. Like, you it's didn't funny. burn a single finger? I'm not tasting any of your flesh in this? This is fucking great. What's well, funny is that this finger's currently burnt from fucking grabbing that bright-ass fucking spotlight over there. Because <laughs> here at the uh, Grit City Compound at Palooza, we have... It's all about couple, fucking the visual. Of fucking tables. We've got a propane grill. We've got a really bright, like, construction light. And for all you guys at home, hot. just understand that there's a tent set up underneath a tent, and I can't explain well, that okay, to you. Okay, so that's my wife's fault. So that No, no, it's, her, it's your wife's brilliance is what it is. It's, oh, dude, it saved my life. It, it defines irony in one quick moment. You're like, what happens if I set a tent up under a tent and then throw a tarp over it? <laughs> It looks like I'm trying to sell that fucking tent. To yeah, you, it looks like a, it's like a display of like this is the best tent ever. Ow. I don't want it to get wet. It's like a museum. <laughs> it's like a fucking museum. It is. You're like this like, is the tent that Genghis Khan stayed in. It's like the future. Like they're gonna look back at this podcast. Hey, we're maybe well, those but were the best gonna, fajitas ever gonna... made, and society went downhill after that. Yeah, this is pretty goddamn good. I'm fajita. square biz, dude. <laughs> so. <laughs> It totally does look like some <laughs> shit this, the Smithsonian would have put together. <laughs> and they were trying to explain what happened to Clonapalooza 3 fucking in 2015 if they were doing this in like 2007. Two really happy chubby guys were eating chickens and choked to death at the same time staring at a tent laughing their asses off. Yeah, about like, fuck, looking at the ass end of an Acura. Yeah. So you know what was fucked up this morning about this? <laughs> so I was making fucking dinner for my people. We're, there's like a bunch of us here. And... uh the wind kicked up and it blew all the dried pine needles right into everybody's fucking omelets. I had business and gravy today with pine needles in it. <laughs> same, same exact thing. I'm like, uh, fucking <laughs> asshole trees. And the, even the person in the restaurant I was at, like it was only like five miles from here, he's like, I'm really sorry the wind did that. Like nature could be real dickhead. And I was like, this is the kind of restaurant I want to eat at when the waiter literally says to you, ah, nature's a real dickhead. Right when you walk into the restaurant, I support that. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Like I'm gonna, I will have your fucking fajitas, man. Uh, <coughs> but uh, so, yellow jackets are a motherfucker out here today. There's traps everywhere. I didn't even know they uh, made yellow jacket them. traps. <laughs> yeah, you put them in my area, dude. Have you looked in one? There's a million of them. There. <laughs> There's like it's basically like 
a big plastic bag coated of with anger. poison. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, I like, bought you a bag of anger. Here you go. <laughs> like, and then you you look at it and you worry about touching the bag part. Like, yeah, you might get can they sting you through the plastic? That's the first thing I thought. And like, this is gonna fuck me up. They had needles on their butts. I think they can figure this out. <laughs> if I had a needle in my butt and I was that mad, I'd find a way to fuck that person up through the bag. Wouldn't you? <laughs> right? They look infuriated. Yeah, the ones that are alive. Because, you know, the fucking flies move in there, too. It doesn't just catch fucking... Don't die. No, yeah. No, I got... <laughs> hashish slash fajita. Fajita? <laughs> Fajita is my dad's... Hashita. My favorite thing is when white people say Mexican food. It's my favorite thing in comedy when someone orders a fucking... Tortilla chips in a comedy club. I, I wanna... say my dad used to say tortilla. Oh, dude, like pick a de gallo. I'll, I'll say pick a de gallo, please. Like, uh, like is it oh. a weird Mexican wine? Oh, I'd like some vaginas, please. <laughs> Vagina sounds like a fuck. Sounds like a vaginal infection. <laughs> it sounds like something you take penicillin for. Yeah. Like, uh, hey man, that bitch gave me a fucking vagina. Oh, I got vaginas all over my pick a de gallo. I can't wait to have quasadillas on that shit. Quasadillas. That's what it was. The quasadillas. God. Damn it, I miss white people in the 90s when saying that shit in Applebee's. Quasadillas. I was, and no pickle to guy on my quasadilla, please. Well, you know, I was watching some bullshit on um, TV talking about where shit came from. You know who, who invented fucking fajitas? Who? All right, this is some bullshit because it, it was true. It was on I'm a fucking... like Texas. Uh, oh, it's even worse. Chili's. Chili's actually... Okay, so there are less than 200 sounds ever been patented. Shut up. Chili's owns the fajita sizzle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fucking kidding. That's true. They I trademarked like, that shit? Uh-huh. That's amazing. Like, snap, crackle, and pop? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, with, okay. Pop, oh, pop okay. is owned by... Uh, by Nestle, or Kellogg, I'm sorry. Uh, Kellogg, yeah. Like, weird shit like that. I never that thought of that. True. So how many sounds are there, you said? Less than 200. Damn. Well, because it's hard to trademark a sound. Yeah, imagine. Like, it's, uh, like people can trademark a song or whatever, but like actually like owning a sound. Shibop, shibop. You know what the other one is? Shibop, when shibop. you turn on an Apple product, it goes, Wong. Really? It, it makes a noise. That specific tone? That specific tone is also trademarked. Damn. Crazy shit. Fucking world. Like, is this is what, that? there's some asshole like somebody's just steal my sound. But I think that's what I think that's what modern capitalism is: is you finding a tiny niche that someone else hasn't seen, and then trying to milk it. No one's really an inventor anymore. There's no more Einsteins. There's no more. I should Einsteins. You want to fuck up? Uh, there's no more um, Edison's. There's no more Teslas. There's no more individuals that genuinely want to make something. There's that one asshole that owns uh, Tesla. The, yeah, the car. Elon the, Musk. Absolutely. Yeah. Elon Musk. Where he wants but to go yeah, down to history. Really true. Because he wants to. He is going to be the last great inventor, probably. And the funniest thing about he he's not even an inventor. He's an individual that facilitates invention. He's an entrepreneur. Absolutely. But uh, I think he's the modern entrepreneur in a sense of recognizing that the death of his fortune will be the birth of the next generation. Like kind of um, <clears throat> the Wright brothers never profited on air travel, but air travel defines the modern era. Yeah. I think he's laying down his corpse for uh, the new generation to grow upon. I really respect Tesla's growth. <clears throat> yeah, he's not broke. <laughs> yeah, but at the same so, time, he will yeah. never reap the benefits nor see the... Um, well, how many more benefits do you think he could really reap right now? <laughs> for what he's doing, I think to uh, forcibly lay on an infrastructure of electrical over petroleum is yeah. pretty ballsy to do with only a couple oh, billion dollars. I 100% dollars. agree with that. <clears throat> 
I'm just thinking about like at what point like he's you know he's already blown by every he's nerd like, girl in the world. He's basically. like super like, duper. He's more wealthy than most of us would ever be. Yeah. So I think it's kind of neat that he's doing that. Yeah. Do you think SpaceX will be something, or do you think? Uh, yes, sir. You keep on following that road. As soon as you come around, hang a left. Hang a left. And then you'll get down there to Clonapalooza. Yes, sir. No problem, bro. Was that marketing? Uh, well, yeah. Hey, fuck. I don't know what they're doing, but we just gave fucking. That's the first time I've ever been asked for directions on the ground. I was going to say, like, there's people screaming in the field over there. You can just go towards the people screaming in the field. Maybe we're louder than them. That's a good sign. Yeah. Um, well, those people are just really fucked up. They're drunk driving in the woods. There's so there's a burn ban going on right now. I don't find that to be fun. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's no nothing fun about camping on the campfire. You can have a fajita fire. But mm. It was so far. Yeah. Well, it was funny <clears throat> when we booked this. I'm like, oh yeah, give us a site with power and water because I want a podcast. Yeah. We they insisted we could have fires. I'm like, all right, no problem. Give us one of the ones out deep with the bands because I like to podcast and talk yeah. to people when I'm drunk. They put out a five statewide burn ban and enforced it here. Oh, give me my one with the power back. That fucking that's a fire. That bright ass that fucking counts as a fire. It, well, that's all we're going to get. <laughs> Fuck, dude. We're just sitting under a bright-ass fucking light in the woods. But everybody in here is doing blow torches. Everybody is doing dabs. Everybody is doing... I know. Like, <laughs> that's the funny part about you. For every uh, one campfire you can't have, you can have 19 different blow torches. And they fuck at me when I light those uh, citronella candles right there. Really? Like, fuck you. Those are against the law. They get mad at you for trying to get the bugs away? Yeah. That, apparently, that's not okay either. I didn't know. Not where the fucking citronella candle is, but... Apparently, that's the thing. So, Todd, how'd you get into comedy, man? Uh, I was going back to school to be a teacher, and I was having panic attacks in front of children. <laughs> I was like, uh, the worst thing I could possibly do would probably be try comedy. So that was my New Year's resolution of 2010 was try comedy five times before the year ends out. And that was it. Everything yeah, else has it, been a byproduct. It doesn't of- take much. It's either in you or it's not. <laughs> I've been told my whole life I should be a comic or a lawyer. That's funny. I tell my kid the same thing. Because my mom also told me that too as a kid, and she'd always be like, "Will you, if I if if I gave you a line of bullshit, you'd never take it. You'd want to find out what it was." And it was that whole. She'd catch me sneaking, watching like Bob Saget and like Richard Pryor when I was a kid, and she'd get upset about that. And I'd oh, sneak the HBO. So my my parents. I snuck HBO all. My <laughs> yeah, it's like it was the best thing because my aunt and uncles were always like, my parents had me at like twenty and twenty two. And all their they were the oldest of their whole generation, so yeah. all my aunts and uncles were all teenagers when I was a kid. So I was raised by derelicts, basically. So <laughs> I had all the fun times as a kid, and that's why I'm a comedian. That's point blank, because I blame all having young aunts and uncles and young everybody trying to battle to be the cool uncle or the cool aunt, and that's the byproduct. So where do you now fall? Are you the cool? Un- oh, I'm the coolest or- fucking uncle on the planet. Like I took in the culmination of. Uh, my uncle Chris driving us around on the hood of his car and almost killing us, and then uh, my uncle, you know, like Uncle Tracy, just taking us down to the Columbia River or the Sandy River and Sandile, and just I try to take all the amalgamations of all my weirdo uncles and sure, 
no no kisses on the neck, no weird bo, no uh, RX sevens in the eighties, and just have a good time. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> no weird kisses on the neck. Yeah, it's like it, it, like I always do that joke about like everyone loves their uncle except for that one kiss on the neck because it's not illegal; it's just uncomfortable. And everyone's face like, oh shit, you're right. Like we always have that. That's funny because my wife fucking, has a fucking creepy uncle. They always do. They always dude. One... He's still creepy. She's like fucking thirty. It's like still after my wife. I'm like, dude, you're married. I'm like, fuck off. It's the weird thing. We're like, oh, she's just a beautiful woman. It's like you've noticed that she was a girl. It's awkward. Yeah. yeah. Like that, she came out of your brother's balls. <laughs> I never thought of that way. Yeah, like that's just a, the thing you flapped against the wall in the bathroom. Yeah. But uh, fair enough. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's a Not gross. like uh, I've been accepted by my uh, like my my sister in law's family as their. I'm just like they accept me as the cool uncle, even over their own. My sister-in-law's, like, wife's – my sister-in-law's sister's husbands, they just accept me as the cool uncle. Like, they're just like, oh, Uncle Todd, he's got the caveat. Like, he's a comedian. He likes to high heel, likes to surf. So I just take my nephews and they – Did they, you say you like to high heel? Hike. I thought you said high <laughs> heel. I'm like, what does that really mean? I, w- I wish I could. I, I wake skate. I wake surf. Like, I but you get up and you, you like to go hiking? I love to hike. I I love to just be myself, like I'll, in a creek bed, some up on a hillside, like just get it out there. It's I I find it fun to be like scared to be like completely alone in nature, like all by yourself. Well, no nature's po- a hard motherfucker. No pocket knife, no cell phone, no nothing. Just just you walking oh, up. You a don't creek have bed a fucking room. pocket knife, son. You're not a man. I, I, like, I had my friend ask me that. I was like, you don't fucking hike with it. He's like, no. I was like, well, what happens if it hits you? It's like, well. Like that's how I, I die out in the bushes. Yeah, because like, I didn't have fucking floss. Yeah, I don't. I don't. If I'm gonna hike up a creek bed, I don't think a pocket knife's gonna fucking help me too much. And well, like I'm smart about it. Like I, I mean, I've gotten lost in the woods once, and only once in my life. Um, I had to hike out pretty sketchy. I, but everything my dad taught me as a kid fell back in place. And like you, you kind of have to accept it if you. Want to wander through the woods and have a good time? Sometimes you're gonna not be able to find your way back. Well, that's a fact, especially if you're doing it by your fucking self. Especially if you do as many drugs as I do too. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just fucking whack out and go fucking wander to the bed. Sometimes yeah. I'll just smoke a little weed and go out in the woods and all of a sudden follow a deer trail and look back and be like, "Oh shit, I lost that deer trail." <laughs> I'm that's in the fucking bushes. I was hoping to see Bambi. That's the hardest part of being a pothead and hiking is is like wanting to follow deer trails. And then getting out there and be like, I shouldn't have followed a goddamn deer trail. I'm lost now. I'm really fucking lost. Hey, guys. I just wanted to take a minute and tell you a little bit about our friends over there at ChooseVets.com. ChooseVets.com is your one-stop shop for your honeydew list. Maybe you need your yard mode. You need a little bit of light landscaping. You need help moving. You need any type of labor that you might need, you can get through ChooseVets.com. Just go in there, put in Grit City, one word, you get 10 bucks off. You're supporting ChooseVets, you're supporting veterans, you're getting some shit done around your house. It will get done. It'll get done right. Check out ChooseVets.com. Hey, guys. We want you to go by and check out Uber. It's better than a taxi in every way. Every time I've ever used Uber, they've been there just quick. Always under 10 minutes. The drivers are friendly. The cars are clean. Uh, Sometimes they've got a bottle of water for you. 
If you've never tried them before, please go online, download the Uber app, and you can use the promo code GRITCITY for $20 off your first ride. Again, that's GRITCITY, one word, right there on the promo. Click it. Somebody's on their way to come and get you. Use Uber. Better than a taxi. Bottom line. That's funny. That's actually the second loss in the woods, like, reference in the last couple of episodes. We had uh, the McGrog Zoo. They're like, uh, okay, so they don't like being called an improv troupe. Okay. They do one-act improvisational plays. So one act improvisation. They have a pretty cool place. thing. Like I'm, I'm trying to get involved. So they're, uh, they do. There's four dudes, and they have a stage, and people come and they pay like eight bucks a ticket per person. Mm-hmm. Or if you come as a couple, like or as two people, ten bucks a pair kind of thing. Yeah, ten bucks a pair get, or eight bucks. It. Fucking clever. Yeah. Pricing. Anyway, they do. Uh, you show up, and they come out. All four of them. They do a brief introduction of themselves. Suit and tie, assuming. Nah, I don't know. I've never seen. I've not seen it. I'm picturing like the whole like we're not an improv troupe, but we dress and act just like an improv troupe. <laughs> I know what they do is pretty cool. So they were telling me that. Okay, so then after we introduce ourselves, we ask we we pick somebody specifically. You find somebody to give us a word, first word that comes to your brain, and then they build a 90 minute play around where that word is. Thick. So if the word was, I don't know, fucking. I don't know, fucking Full of donkey, mind. donkey. Yeah. <laughs> then they fucking, you know, the first guy jumps out there and he fuck, he's an old Mexican man pulling along a burrow. And then, and then the next guy, they wait till they fucking can feel it. Then they jump in and they build a story. It can be funny, it can be sad, it can be scary, whatever they go. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Were they? Yeah. I'm like, uh, fucking people need more shit like that. Like you look at comedy, comedy's coming back. Yeah. It's doing really well. But it's not coming back in the traditional format you think of. Well, because there's about a million different. Yeah, this you have, is a you have an expectation now at that point. Yeah, everybody's got a different a different flavor of comedy, which is pretty cool. I like that. But I look around and I, I see a lot of shit like that, and that makes me happy. And that's, I think, what we do here at the Grit City Podcast is we like to point out that kind of shit. Like, look at what these fucking people are doing. So you've been doing this since 2010, you said? Yep. So what? That's like five years. Yep, five and a half years now. It's been <laughs> yeah, it's been weird. Yeah. It's like it's old enough to walk around and not shit itself most of the time. Um, Jesse Joyce, um, great comic. He writes for all the roasts on Comedy Central. Um, he writes for the Oscars sometimes. I opened for him in Portland, Oregon, and he was like, "Dude, you got it, man. You got it. You got to make me a promise." So I was like, "Oh, what?" He's like, "Promise me you won't quit till you're seven years in." He's like, you'll have no concept of who you are as a person or what you are as a comic until you're seven years in. Just just make me that promise. And I was like, okay, I promise you. And it still sticks in my head. Every time I want to quit, every time I realize, like, I don't know shit right now. Like, I know I'm kind of funny when it comes to, like, relative nature of other people. That's just because I'm seeing observations that other people haven't either had the balls or been crazy enough. Or it doesn't even matter whatever terminology you want for the fucking setup. Like I'm just saying things that I see, and it's awesome that other people agree with me, or that that is a good feeling. Yeah, that whole like, oh, you're, my version of crazy is not totally crazy. That's dope, or it's crazy enough that people fucking yeah. want to get behind it. It clicks into it, and so like, that yeah, I can see that. Yeah, even and so though, that makes me feel more. Confident. You're saying it makes it comfortable for me to fucking acknowledge it with a laugh, yeah, or rebuke it with a laugh. Exactly. It's I nice to have so that cool. that affirmation of um, 
I've always known him a weirdo. I've always known him the outlier. Like I've always been in all the weirdo classes. I've always been in the like like uh, they put me in the ta- they call it tag when I was a kid. Like back in Portland, it was talented and gifted, and it was yeah. Mine was called an alter- yeah, it was alternative just, school. Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, it was all the autistic kids and all the kids with learning disabilities. They put us together. Yeah. And so my brother's got a learning disability, that but he's smarter. Than, my brother's smarter than me. He's funnier than me. He is so fucking brilliant, but you'll never see that because people just think he's just, oh, that's just some redneck with cauliflower ear. Dude, my brother is so smart and fucking so funny, but it's because he's never been allowed to bring that out because everybody sees just that, like, oh, that's just some tough dude. I'm going to just be that. What They put you in that pigeonhole. So it's cute for watching him <clears throat> be all calm and mellow and everyone think, oh, this is the comics brother. And we're sitting around a campfire, and it's like, I can't keep up with him. He dusts motherfuckers up, but he's the funniest dude around. It's just because people assume that he's not that way. Like, oh, Todd's the funny one because he's the, you know, he's he's, the, he's pursuing. He's it. the effeminate one, or he like I've well, always I been. Think the, that's probably a thing. Yeah, that I've been the bitch of the family. Runs into. Yeah, it's just like, hey, I'm choosing to pick out. The things to to format this for the world. Yeah. When anybody jumps into it. and, and Anybody can. Yeah. And they find their one spot. It's about finding it and holding on to it. Like, I figured out I wanted to do this when I was telling some, some of my friends a story on the campfire. Right? And I have a few stories I always tell. Like, like your go-tos? All, yeah, my, my go-tos. Yeah. Like, I went to alternative high school. <laughs> and what was funny about going to alternative high school was that there's a lot of different fucking people that end up getting kicked out of high school for one reason or another. Yeah, bad or good. Yeah. Like, both well, ways. There's what, too smart or too gum for the system. Well, like, I like to think I was too the, the too smart. Yeah. They're but both stuck in the same class. <laughs> one of the things that happens is that they're also, you know how you end up in alternative high school? By getting pregnant. So they had all these pregnant yeah. women in fucking As in a high distraction. school. So half yeah. of their day... Was they were in regular high school. They were learning to fucking C-spot run, whatever, yeah. math, English, social studies. The other half of the day, they were down in the daycare learning how to take care of their kids. First off, great fucking idea. Yeah. Secondly, what's really fucking funny about it is that the fucking people that took care of the kids before that would load all these fucking babies up into this fucking cart. Right, and they would drive them down the fucking like the hallway. So you're sitting in your fucking classes, fifteen year old, sixteen year old Brogan, just, just and all of a sudden, a cart of babies comes. A by. fucking cart of <laughs> vagina fruit rolls right on fucking by, like cockles, clams, and oysters. Fucking look at these little fucking shitty little babies. Total birth control. Yeah, and you're and you're already like the product of a fucking Maggie Johnson generation being my age. Like you heard of AIDS basically watching the news conference for him at twelve, so you already have I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. My dick's Sex. broken. Forever, forever, She's forever. Fucked up. <laughs> it either makes babies or it makes AIDS. I'm fucked. Like <laughs> But being able to tell that fucking story, that was my first one. That was the first one where I realized I could regenerate that fucking story yeah. with some people and I always get a laugh. They're like fucking vagina fruit, funny. Fucking talking about getting kicked out of school. Funny. And I was like, oh, I like that. And then you find that next thing. And you find that next thing. And before you know it, you can stand in front of fucking somebody and entertain them for 10 minutes. Get a one tight 10. You get addicted. You're fucking stuck. Was there a moment that you uh, you knew you'd be doing this forever? Oh, no. I still don't feel like <laughs> I'm doing it. I fucking do a podcast and open mic nights but, for I the mean, most that's- part. But, but yeah, I'm like, but this what is what I want to do. Like, like, when I'm not doing this, I'm a fucking IT guy. I help fucking dumb people with their fucking 
dumb technology problems. I, it's a great living, but I mean, I, mean, I think I'll probably make more. But you're money more of a comic than I am. You're a comic. Don't... For, no, but then that same reason, what you're saying right now is like you're fucking me doing my jokes and me having premises and me fucking like, oh, I want to do this joke about my nephews, and then, that's not a real comic. I've evolved into that because of. I've gotten out of what you are as a real comic in a sense of I want to do this. I want to go to that. I want to talk about this. And this is how it is. And I I was talking to Lonnie Brune today, a fucking great comic. He booked me for a fucking thousand dollar four show run in fucking February. And we're both sitting there on the conversation having it like, I don't feel funny anymore. Neither one of us are funny because it's like we have to constantly think about like, oh, I need to fucking create something new or I need to not offend this group of fucking people First who are offended off, you by this. should never be worried about that. Okay, unless you're. But it's that weird college. comic thing. But back to uh, back to you again. You have that gift of knowing that you want to do this, and it's that like you don't self you don't self doubt because you're so involved. Like, well, I, I guess that's true. Like, like me, I'm just like, oh, I, I'm not feeling it today, so I have the right to. I don't have the right to bitch about doing not doing comedy. Like, I should be fucking paving a road. I should be putting windows into a house. Should be reframing a new house right now but oh, i'm sad about doing jokes <laughs> yeah i know like what i would that's much delusional it's fucking psychotic yeah i would rather i tease well harder than fucking comedy it's just <laughs> only comics will convince you otherwise it's a room full of fucking losers convincing you that you have the hardest job in the world yeah i i don't hope i ever look at it that way that's a shitty way to look at it like <laughs> no, but but I get what you're I, saying. I think if you accept the fact that um, other people do view you, uh, maybe maybe I'm being too philosophical. No, lay it on there. But like p- comics, artists, the bulk of society views you as detritus until you're necessary. Like absolutely, oh, just just stay there until I need you, and until you're an amazing, until you're fucking Van Gogh or Banksy or fucking Chappelle or 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 I mean. Any of them. Any actress or, or actor, yeah. you're not going to get that top two or three recommendation or, or recognition. Well, it's one of the hardest things so in the world to do. Someone who will enjoy what you're fucking doing. Right? Like, my parents respect me. My family respects me. My girl respects me. My peers respect me. I go to a goddamn hip-hop concert, and the rappers are telling me how fucking funny I am. And all I ever wanted to do as a kid was go to hip-hop concerts and get backstage. And now these cats are praising me. Exactly, and you're already backstage. Yeah, and so it's weird. Like, no, no, stop and realize that I've had everything I've ever wanted. I may be the the, the awkward fucking chubby kid I've always been, but I'm where I want to be. And it it just took me not being afraid of losing. Yeah, well, like, that, like that's I say that to the say, comics, right? like like we're all losers. Not to be like, hey, I'm gonna knock you down a peg because you need to be on my peg with me. It's like, no, if you just accept how people view you. It gets so much easier, man. Like you're fucking, you're a monkey in front of a bar. You're 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 the person in front of a group of people whose life sucks, and you need to make them fucking distract for their life for a little bit to enjoy themselves. It needs to be funny enough or logical enough or whatever it may be to be that way. And yeah, get whatever back your flavor life. is. And at no point do I think I'm better than them, or do I think I like I'm I deserve more than them? It's like no, I'm fucking I'm. 
I'm the same sea foam on the beach with you motherfuckers. Like I flotsam. Damn right, flotsam a fucking. I'm, I'm shit getting dropped yeah. out of a plane, my friend. I don't give a shit. Fucking like I twenty five cent word of the day on the grid my, podcast. My, my dad's name's Cletus. No joke aside, my grandpa's name's what? Cletus. Like you're, no, you're from a clan of Cletuses. Multiple Cletuses. My first. I'm cousin a Willis. Is, is that weird? I'm, I, I'm Willis. Yeah, multiple Lonnies in the family. A lot of Lonnies, a lot, a lot of, of Lonnies, a lot of Cletuses. Yeah. Dude, I'm a, I'm a third. I'm a Willis the third. Dope. No, not dope. You know what's no, fucked Willis up? Willis is good. My dad's uh, here. Cletus is not even spelled C L E T U S like you would on The Simpsons or most it, people. It's think with of the it. E I S C L E T I S C L E T I S. Oh, dude. Cletus Roger Armstrong Fuck, is really the man who made me a man. The man who. I cannot, man made you man. I cannot even tell you how good of a man my father is. Like, I will put my dad up against any person that's ever walked this earth. He's that good of a dude. I feel that way about my dad. He a got lot cursed days. with a bad name, though. Like, he plays like, I love you, daddy, but God damn it. You got, you got the Cletus. You got called the Cletus. Yeah, my dad's not even Willis. Like, so I'm Willis? Yeah. I'm Willis Brogan. I yeah, go by Brogan. You got Brogan, yeah, obviously. That's my mom. My mom fucking saved my life. She started calling me Brogan, and that's literally till I was 17, went to go get my driver's license, had no idea. Oh, did? That was Willis. Oh, that's awesome. She really? hands me my fucking birth certificate. I'm like, hey, you gave me dad's birth certificate. Because it said Willis. I'm like, what the fuck? No. And then so I found that out. So now I have a, a driver's license. So you didn't know that for fucking 16, for fucking almost 17 years? 17 years. That's dope. Yeah. So now I really am in my own skull, like not. I'm with it. Yeah. yeah. So it's really funny because in my industry I work in now, everything is so legal and fucking yeah, you take I a have name, to be you want. Willis. Yeah. I have to be Willis Adams. And every time it comes up, some asshole, like I can just start counting my head, like one, two. two yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, what you talking about, Willis? Like, you fuck motherfuckers. You 38-year-old son of a bitch. And I'm like, you You have to be at least our age to fucking yeah. know what that even means. I just like, but like, excuse me, sir. Do you realize he died 10 years ago? Yeah. Your, do- your yeah. joke is so old. bitch kicked the him down some stairs. died 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. I mean, at least it's still alive. You, you got any babies? You got babies? No babies. No. no babies. Never knocked anybody up. What do you think? You have babies? I, I think if I'm blessed with it, cool. But like, I... Blessed with it? Like, I... Sorry, I have teenagers. And no, kids are suck, dope. So. Like I re- I've always loved kids. I think they're amazing. I love kids and dogs. I always judge folks by how they treat their kids and their dogs. Like, oh, definitely your dogs. You should I be my it. little shitty ass dog. I really like- tank. He is a shih tzu, and he's the spoiledest dog in the world. Yeah. My fucking son right now has probably managed to talk his grandma out of not paying attention. Jumped in the car I bought him. He never thanked me for, which I'm still mad about. <laughs> like, I bought this little fucker a fucking... I didn't buy him. I gave him my car that is a... Well, I don't know. My extra car is a 1998 or 99 Bonneville, right? Damn. It's a hoopty. No, it's, it's a great that's car. That's a dunk. It's a, a fucking right <laughs> a donk, dude. Those fucking Get that things. dunk donk on some 28. Fucking that kid. <laughs> okay, I know what's that up. That fucking kid. So he's got this car. Runs great. I fucking dumped a little money into getting it fixed. Got that 3.8. The first fucking word. <laughs> the first fucking word out of his mouth is, where do I plug my MP3 player in? I can't plug my MP3 player in. I'm like, bitch, are you fucking kidding me right now? So now what he's doing is he's rolling around fucking bitches. He's got this little girlfriend, dude, hot little girl. Fucking 16-year-old little girl. And they're just banging everywhere now. Now I, he's got a fucking bang. You bought him his own little I, baby daddy little fucking bang bus, dude. <laughs> well, he set me up. 
That's what I'm buying my nephew's scooters when they get fucking 16 so they don't right? get anybody pregnant. Oh, I've, dude, I'm so they're getting Whatever ruckus they want, whatever fucking trip to Europe, whatever they want. My boy is pretty sure. Women in Europe love anal. That's what I'm sending my nephews <laughs> yeah, to fucking hey, Europe. Listen, like, there's two ways you can go about this. Live life, don't knock anything up. Aim for the high one, go. Like, yeah, I'm just lucky. I, you know, he's a straight-A student. He's gonna he's crushing it in football. Good. He's doing his thing. He, like, this kid is on track. Just don't fucking have a baby. So I want little Huey. Don't it seems like everyone nowadays is almost like and being in, especially like Portland, and then you working in Seattle. Like it's just the land of nineteen year olds with vasectomies. It's no one wants to have kids. They're, Dude, I had a vasectomy. Really? That shit was rough. So my fucking doctor handled my shit like a did grizzly it, did bear. Did they like ice the front end and they nope. go through the front, so or they go? How this works. So they grab you by your. So you lay on your stomach, much like I am right now. Was this in the back alley? Because my dad had it different. Look. No, I had mine in my fucking like doctor's office, yeah. like laid out. Fuck this HMO. So, so he grabs me by my big ass balls and he, he squeezes them really hard, and he Ugh. so he's got them like bunched up. So you know he got to grab it like a leg. I'm already off on this whole subject, man. So he grabs them, and he squeezes them real tight, <laughs> and then they take they give me a shot of like whatever, like so line of supposed, or whatever. The fuck it is. Supposed to make a numb, right, dude? You can still feel a grizzly bear grabbing you by the nuts, even though it's just some. Takes a fucking laser out, burns my balls up. The whole time I, I hurt because he's holding my balls. Like he's fucking caught them and he's holding a balloon. <laughs> and he's burning my balls. So I smell burning balls from a laser. And then I'm fucking like out of work for like two weeks because he's so mean to my balls. But I can't have babies. Uh, I, Does it feel different at all? No, dude. Actually, to be perfectly fucking honest. <laughs> That fucking I hate nut. that. I know what you're gonna say because I heard like eight people would be like, "No, seriously, it feels like better but different." There's like the there's like an electrical nut, twinge dude. now. <laughs> the first fucking nut after you've been waiting. <laughs> the first fucking that first fucking nut is triumphant. <laughs> it's it's re twelve year old again. Like yeah, it's, it's like I figured out how this. Dude, I remember that twelve year old nut. Oh yeah, that well, like, exactly. you climb over a mountain and you're like, I got there. Like, you're like, look at this. Like, how long has that been in there? You asked yourself these fucking questions. <laughs> I, had, I had shoulder surgery in December. Oh, it was three months before I could jerk off again for real. It was horrific. It was oh, horrific. No. Just like with this horrible like rebuilt claw arm, like trying to get it going fast enough. Oh, like you can like the synapses only work the same on the left side. Like, dude, count your blessing people at home right now. Your 60s and 70s and 80s is going to suck because hey, you're going to want to fucking pound it me. off. But you're there's the synapses dude, are not going to fire. I hope that I never get to a point in my life where I can't beat off. Dude, you know like, what's going to happen? I know I might end up You know what's going to happen. You're going to be you're going to have like an ache in your balls and want to fire one off and there's going to be like I don't have to sit with this for 15 more years until I die. No way. <laughs> I hope it's never 15 years. Like I don't know. Like 15 years I can't figure out how to get a nut. It's going to be a fucking shitty day. You know, times I've been able to not get a nut on like acid or mushrooms. Uh, like I just well, like you probably should stop doing those drugs, sir. That's why I don't do it. Like first off, <laughs> oh don't no. The greatest, the reason I don't have kids now is LSD. The reason I don't have kids now is weed because crazy bitches, your dick don't work with them. <laughs> yeah, you should not be not yeah bitches. Yeah, you. If, but if you're that. on drugs, you shouldn't. Your wiener shouldn't work, and it's not going to work if you're on the right drugs. Like. <laughs> Like I, I, I took two hits of really good acid tonight. I there is zero chance of me putting my penis in anything tonight. Zero percent. No, I, I don't get drugs and fucking. It's fucking raining like a motherfucker. It is here. raining like a son of a bitch. I'd but rather talk. Sit, we're, but we're sitting in the dry, so we're doing it's all nice, right. Though. I just keep looking down at the thing, make sure we're recording. We said we had our fajitas. We did have fajitas. I think haystacks on now. 
Do we need to find out we what should that go, looks we like? We should go down. All right. Well, this has been Todd. Thank you for you your horrific up, editing. I apologize already for your nine hours of stuff. This what do you have fun. coming up? Uh, permanent comedy. I just got into doing my favorite show with that. We're going to do uh, Todd Armstrong's variety show all over the Northwest. Like You I'm got going, a website, Facebook. Uh, Arm Todd Strong. Everything on the web. Arm Todd Strong. What? You're saying Arm Tom Strong. Arm Todd Strong. Is that supposed to be like Todd Armstrong? Yeah, or? you put my, my name in the middle of my last name. Because Todd Armstrong is also a Christian preacher that would not sell me his website. So I was like, not. fuck it. I just did Arm Todd Strong on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All right. Well, we'll make uh, sure oh, we uh, we hit Goob you up. Goob the Knob is my actual Facebook because I thought it was funny to be like Goob. My mom would always call me Goob and Knob when I was a kid. And I thought that Goobing the Knob would sound like the world's grossest way to re- reference a blowjob. I probably agree. Right. Actually, we call that here around here called yuck mouth. You ever been in yuck jail? Yuck mouth. What's that? You ever been to, you ever been in jail? No. All right. So in jail, they take uh free strike coffee and they take a, a Oh, take it like Folgers. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, like free yeah. Dick. They make a boiling hot cup, cup of coffee. They put as much of that in there as they think they can stomach. Real fast, they hit that sugar and creamer and ice and Coca-Cola. We've been making that shit around here this camp time because uh, somebody wanted to teach me about prison life. Really? Part of the interview. They made so that, me a that, yuck that, mouth. That's it like the like prison drink? Oh, fuck, dude. That was, it made my fucking hair grow back. Damn. The fuck. Anyway, this has been Todd Armstrong. Yes, thank you again. Uh, Grit, Grit City. City I, we for for the reference, Tacoma is my favorite city in the entire Northwest because you guys aren't pussies. Have a good night. That's fact. All right. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com. <laughs>